Hey, hi, I'm Bonnie. Welcome to this podcast, Make Joy Normal, where we chat about homeschooling and family life. With my co-hosts, Elizabeth and Christina, we address your questions and topics in a way that can create more joy in our lives. Please submit any questions you have by email or voice message in the links in the show notes. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend, like, or leave us a review. That's how we get the word out. Thanks for trying to make joy normal in your own life. Good afternoon to all my listeners and uh, welcome, Oshina. It's so nice to have you on the program. Hi, thank you. Uh, We are interviewing Oshina today from Trinity Western University, which is a university on the mainland. Uh, You guys all know that I live on Vancouver Island. So near Vancouver, there's a Christian university called Trinity Western. It's been around since the 60s, correct, Oshina? Yes. Yeah. And so Oshina is going to be sort of talking to us about that and how homeschoolers can negotiate the process of, of applying to Trinity and why they might want to do that. So uh, if we can just start with a prayer, Oshina, that would be great. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for bringing Oshina and myself together and for allowing us to be a conduit of your grace and your peace, especially for parents who are negotiating uh, higher education for their children and post-secondary and the sort of scary world that that opens up for them. We just ask that you bless our conversation and you hold us up in your in your hands and just keep us saying the words that you want our listeners to hear and parents that are that are working through this right now to hear. So in Jesus' name we pray. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Kind of wanted to chat primarily. I'm going to assume that the people who are choosing to listen to this particular episode uh, are going to be uh, wanting to negotiate the process of, of what that's like for the first time, right? So if you could just first of all tell us a little bit about yourself, that would be great, and what you do at Trinity. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be here. So my name is Oshina. I work at Trinity Western as an enrollment advisor. So that means my role is to help new incoming students who are applying for the first time, um, helping them complete their application and then walking them through the process of actually arriving um, on day one at Trinity. So um, I help families um, figure out basically everything um, leading into coming to Trinity Western. And there's multiple of me. Um, We have quite a a great team that works with all different students from across the world. So I'm just one of the the advisors on the team that helps students. Okay, that's great. And did you attend Trinity Western? I actually didn't myself. So um, I've been working there for just over a year now. So I I knew that it existed. It's kind of a well-known Christian university university. here. And so I did know that it was an option, um, but I chose to stay closer to home. So um, that was kind of my right. my final decision. But um, yeah, I, I have been there for quite a while now, so I can answer all the questions. Right. Okay, that's great. So just for some context for my listeners. So my kids, uh, the six that when the last has just graduated, so the six that have already finished school and gone on to their adult lives, uh, all of them spent at least a year, some of them three years, uh, two years at a Catholic University, Catholic College in Ontario called Seat of Wisdom. And I have interviewed a couple of times one of the profs of that of that college because uh, my kids went there and I knew sort of the, the richness of the education that they had there. But my oldest of my three boys went to Trinity Western to finish off his degree there. And then from Seat of Wisdom, so he transferred, most of his credits transferred just to Trinity. And then my youngest son went there last year, did his first, he did, well, really his third year, because he had done two years at the college. Did his third year at Trinity, found it, those first two years of credits all transferred. 
And then my other son, who already has his like a limited degree from from Seed of Wisdom, is going there this year. So actually, all three of my boys. So Isaac works for Trinity uh, now in admissions. He graduated from there and he works for in admissions. And then, uh, which of course is how we connected. Yeah. <clears throat> and then my other two boys will all, will all be there as well. So that'll be kind of cool yeah. this year. And a lot of the um, young adults that we've known from our area, from Vancouver Island, or homeschoolers in general, have gone off to Trinity at some point, whether they've transferred in or whether they've gone there right from the beginning um, you know and been really happy with their experience there as a, as a solidly Christian university which is getting you know, rarer and rarer. Mm-hmm. If you want to sort of tell us a little bit in general about Trinity and sort of Trinity's uh, vibe or Trinity's goals or what the emphasis is I think that would be important for my listeners. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so Trinity Western, um, it started in 1962, and it is now the largest Christian university in Canada. Um, we have about 5,000 students total, and that includes our undergrad and graduate students. So we do have master's programs at Trinity as well. What what our theme is, what we hope to accomplish with our students is that they would be equipped for life by the end of their degree with us. So we care about um, whole student education, um, spiritual formation, uh, just in every way working on students as people um, and pouring into them so that they are academically built up and then also spiritually and um, socially so that they have all the skills they need to be mm-hmm. successful when they graduate. Mm-hmm. And I would say I think that my impression in general, as both as a mom and as observing other, you know, young people that I've known that have gone, uh, that I think Trinity is pretty successful at that. That you're not just going there to check the box of doing the classes to get your degree so you can do whatever line of work you want to go into. It just seems like it's much more forming the whole person, uh, which is it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that that is the yeah. the whole goal uh, of the university, and you'll notice a lot of the staff. Um, that's what we're hired to do as well. All of the staff are aware that that is the goal. So um, that's why it's it's able to happen because we're all united. Mm, that's beautiful. So what I've noticed over the years is that uh, of my own children and children in general, you know, they're young adults in general, is that some kids require a lot more support than others to kind of go through this process. And, you know, in many ways, and some people just, you know, require more sort of parent input or more input from the university or college that they're looking at that that they need to feel well supported some some kids just run with it right and they they ask all the questions and they're much more sort of um uh, precocious i guess would be the word we would use in the sense that they're you know they don't have any concerns or fears about just uh, proceeding but for most of us whether we have a, a more precocious child or a, a one who's maybe less likely needs more parent support or needs more, more support from outside that, that Trinity really offers a lot of that support. And, and actually the parents are really dialed in on the emails and whatnot. So they, they know, okay, what, you know, what is, uh, what does initiation, what's the first week called um, orientation week? Yeah. So orientation, what that looks like, what they can expect, sort of the parents are quite dialed in. And I found that really refreshing that, parents could be so much a part of of kind of this experience and I mean they don't have to be but they certainly can be and I I felt uh well informed as a parent right which was which was great especially with a first year you know somebody going in right from high school uh and especially if they've homeschooled all the way through and so you know negotiating even a classroom situation you know is kind of a new thing for somebody who's only ever been homeschooled what sort of what is the process then for a homeschool student 
what is that going to look like initially? Say they've reached out or the parents and the student have reached out together. Uh, we're interested in Trinity Western. Can you tell us? Presumably they've sort of floated around on your website for a little while first and then, uh, and then reached out in some way. Okay, right. So they would be connected with an admissions counselor, and their role is meant to talk with any inquiry of the university um, and give the person all the information they need to make an informed decision if they want to apply or not. Um, So this is pre-application where they would be um, having these conversations and it can be about anything and everything, all the details that they have questions about. However, there will be a point where um, some of the questions can't be answered until an application is started and um, one of us enrollment advisors has stepped in to actually get into the more details of what the person is looking for. Um, but that is kind of the initial um, contact that they can have. Okay, so that's that's Isaac, so my son's an admissions counsellor at Trinity, and so he's kind of first point of contact. So they go around um, to different high schools and whatnot and give presentations. Uh, what if you weren't involved in a school... Or, or if you even if even if you were homeschooled, could you dial into local presentations? I'm assuming the school would just be okay with you attending uh, a Trinity in, info session. Yeah, for sure. And we also do conferences, um, different youth conferences that are Christian based, um, and anyone can attend those from the public. Do they go to homeschool conferences as well? Is that something we do? Okay, yeah. yeah. So they we do as well. They would be able to sort of get in t- touch with you know an actual human. Yeah. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then. After the admissions counselor, say they decide to apply, sort of what, what's kind of happening at that stage? Like what is what does the application process look like? So, yeah, you would click apply now on our website. And as soon as the student fills out the different questions that there are, there will be the, the basic profile questions. Um, but then there's also questions about um, what makes you interested in a global Christian university? Um, what stands out about you as a person that... Um, that you've seen be a big development in your life. Um, So we want to get to know you initially as well with those questions. Um, As soon as they click submit on the application, um, one of us enrollment advisors will get a notification um, and we'll reach out to them either by phone or email. And we'll make that that conversation happen um, and talk about what they're looking for. Okay. You know, I want to share just a personal story because I think it, it speaks to kind of the quality of of our personal contact at Trinity Western. So one of my daughters, several years ago, probably 10, 10 or 12 years ago, applied to Trinity Western. She ended up, she applied to maybe three different universities and colleges. She ended up deciding to go to Seat of Wisdom, but she applied to Trinity and she was accepted. And I had, you know, done up her homeschool transcript and she had some courses on there. She had a course called World Literature, okay? And somebody from Trinity uh, contacted me, I'm assuming an admissions counselor, but I don't know for sure, and said, because I was the homeschool mom, and, you know, and of course, I'm the one signing the transcript. They said to me, um, you know, your your daughter is, uh, looks like, you know, her application looks really good. And, and uh, we just wanted to ask you a question about something. We feel like she's really strong on English courses, but a little bit light on social studies courses. Could this course, which I had put in the category of of English, could her world literature course be, in your opinion, be classified as a uh, a social studies course? And I said absolutely, because every every um, piece of literature that she was 
coming into contact with, you know, they were also talking about the country, the writer, where, where they're from, and there was a sort of geography and history, and there was all the whole context of the piece of literature was given. I said, absolutely, it could go either way. I just put it under uh, English. And they said, okay, we would really love to move that over. And I think her just application will look better and more full from doing that. And I thought, that was a, a, that wasn't necessary, right? It wasn't necessary. And I think in larger universities, uh, or universities that perhaps had less personal contact with the students, or in this case, the parents, mightn't have gone sort of that extra mile. And, and Trinity did. And I, that left me with a really, really good impression of Trinity and kind of just the, that some human being is actually looking through the application and, and thinking about it and giving it some thought. And so anyway, I just thought that was a, a good story to share because it's, I, I spoke volumes about Trinity. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. That's great. So one of the things that I was wanting to ask you about was sort of the the things that are available to students in terms of, you know, you're sending your child off to, to school for the first time and there maybe it might be their first time away from home. Sort of what are the support resources that Trinity has uh, on campus so that uh, both socially and in terms of health and wellness, what what's available to the student beyond classroom learning, right? Yeah, so there's a whole student services um, office that uh, students can go to with any question related to this. So if they're not sure where to find uh, a resource, they can go there and they'll help them. Um, A lot of them will be able to answer questions. Um, If it's like roommate related, if you're having an issue, you can go there. Anything kind of um, more structurally related, you can go there. Um, if it is health related, we do have a whole wellness center as well um, that has mm-hmm. nurses and doctors on staff um, that students mm-hmm. can access throughout the year. Um, we have counselors as well. And then in terms of just social groups, there there are always events being posted um, on like bulletin boards at the student center. Um, the student union is always hosting different events. So there will be something happening on campus for a student to join to um, make friends and um, feel mm-hmm. like they're part of the community. But yeah, kind of those three aspects are all there mm-hmm. for students throughout the year. Okay. And in terms of their living situation, what's the structure of, of uh, on-campus living situation? Yeah, so we've got seven buildings um, for dorms, and students can um, just apply for them um, at the beginning of the year. And then um, they, they choose the building that they would like, um, different types of buildings are there, um, whether you want to be on a bunk bed or a single bed, um, share a room or not. We have apartments. Um, We do have single room options as well. This year, um, for the first time, we have graduate housing. um, So that's exciting. So yeah, we definitely have a lot of um, options on campus. And in terms of sort of a community building, do they, I'm assuming they have things going on in terms of just building the community within the people that you, you know, your dorm mates kind of thing. Right. Okay. Oh, that's great. What are, I just wanted to say the majority of my listeners are actually Americans. About 75% of my listeners are American. You guys have actually, well, you have a lot of international students, but you have a lot of American students. And I think that there's probably an attraction there, first of all, because of the strength of the the American dollar compared to the Canadian dollar that your dollar goes a lot further. Uh, But also the fact that Trinity is really right on the border right between uh bc and washington and so i can see that being a a big attraction so what 
what would be the other than those two things, what would be the other, uh, what sort of what percentage probably are American students or, or out of country students at Trinity? Yeah, so out of country, we're almost 50-50 for international to domestic. So wow. it's pretty okay. amazing. Um, but within that international group um, from several different countries, but America is definitely a high one. And like you said, for, for um, American students, it, it the, the price is a huge draw. Um, but just as well as that we're a Christian university and we do match those values, um, with a lot of different Americans. So, um, and then, yeah, it's easy access to the border to drive across. Um, but of course you can fly in as well. So it it is fairly easy to access for Americans. Um, and then you get to be in BC, which is beautiful and and all of that. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it's actually a beautiful setting. That's something we didn't even comment on was that, that it's, uh, you know, Trinity Western is in sort of a rural, um, almost a farming area really around it. And, and it's a beautiful campus. Yeah. Just a lots of, lots of green space, lots of uh, big trees and big old trees kind of thing. And lots of farmland around It's It's a beautiful campus. So what about financial aid for students, either out of country or uh, Canadian students? What, what are they looking at in terms of financial support? Uh, for yeah. So we've got three main ways students can access financial aid. Um, the first one is just with their um, academic standing when they first apply. Um, so on their transcript, right. they'll have an average GPA that we look for, um, and we calculate right. that based on their top four um, subjects. Um, one of them has to be an English language um, course, and then the other three can be whatever. Um, and so we calculate that, and we've got three different tiers of academic scholarship um, for students, and that's an automatic um, thing they don't have to apply, so they don't. Apply yeah, it's for that. It, it's it's okay. along with their application to Trinity Western, um, and then once okay. they're a current student, that just automatically happens. So they never have to kind of initiate that. Um, so that's the first one, the easiest one to get. Yeah, and then they can fill out uh, a financial aid application where we have grants and endowment awards. Um, for students, so the grants are for financial need. So if the student um, displays a, a more financial need, we can offer them a grant. Um, and then the endowment awards are on top of the grants, where um, they're more major specific or student specific, um, anything like that. And so they um, those endowment awards might um, involve a bit of a written response, um, nothing major like an essay, but um, just the student initiating uh, asking for that award. Um, and then there are more scholarships related to programs that students can apply for. So um, there's a music scholarship, athletic scholarship, um, lots of different scholarships. So they would um, contact financial aid to apply for those ones. Okay, let's talk about athletics for a minute because Trinity has a really well-respected athletics program. Do you want to sort of chat about that for a minute? Yes, Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we're really proud of that. Um, and I think one of the, the main reasons they're so successful is that they focus on the athletes as people and, and they expect um, high quality students to be on the teams. Um, it's not just about winning. Um, it's actually about who are you as a person and your sportsmanship um, and, and also glorifying God in, in every win and lose. So, um, yeah, athletes are, are able to play for five years. So most of our athletes um, stay at Trinity for five years and they extend their degree to be five years rather than four. Um, 
so they do take less classes, and then most of them are on okay. a scholarship as well. For and that. I imagine with less classes that they they have more time then to put into the into their you know athletic program, right? Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> the practices and the mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, the majority of my listeners are also Catholic, and Trinity has a Catholic component as well to the university, which has been there for quite a while, right? So, so it's Catholic Pacific College. Correct? Yes. So can you kind of explain how that's structured? Is it separate buildings, separate classes? How does it work? Yeah, so it is called the Catholic um, Formation Track. So um, Catholic students, they would still be getting their degree from Trinity Western, uh, but there are a few classes that are Catholic-specific that they would take at the college. Um, The college is a separate building um, from our campus, but it's like a five-minute walk. Um, It's... It's still on our property. And so students okay. are in a cohort of, of the same year of Catholic students who entered at the same time. Um, and they, they go through right. these classes together. So um, it's a lot of um, Catholic perspective of um, different issues. And they take a, a religious studies class that is Catholic specific. Yeah, they're with this kind of um, right. group uh, to, to build up their Catholic faith. Um, they do also attend mass together if, um, if they would like to. So that's an option. Is, is there mass right at the college? There is, yeah. So they do that together. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then any other classes related to their major would be done at Trinity Western um, okay. from just the Christian perspective. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So so presumably everything they take from CPC would would transfer? Yes, absolutely. Transfer to Trinity Western, um, part of Trinity Western. Yes, they, okay. the classes are still under Trinity Western technically. So um, it's kind right. of just a branch and, and all of them are transferable into Trinity Western. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. So, so transferability, how does that, how does that work? Like say a, a family thinks it's best for their, or the student thinks it's best for themselves to, to do their first year or two at a community college so they can live at home and can save money, you know, all, all of that. What does it look like to transfer in? Yes. Yeah, so very similar process. They would just start the application. We have a transfer enrollment advisor um, who works specifically right. with those students. So she is very well versed in what courses transfer um, and just how to walk through that process. So they're not alone. Um, but basically, we just ask for every transcript from any other institution they've been to. Uh, we want to see what classes they took. And then we do a transfer evaluation to see if the we have an equivalent so that they can... Um, right. Yeah, take in some some credits. Um, okay. And the most amount of credits we accept is 75. So there's potential to transfer in quite a few credits um, from other places. Right. So if a, if a student wanted to go to, um, to a community college first, but they knew they wanted to end up doing their program at Trinity Western, could they talk to an advisor and say, I want to maximize the credits that transfer. I don't want to take courses that are not going to transfer. Is that something that Trinity would be willing to do with them a year or two before they're actually attending Trinity? Yeah, for sure. And I actually highly recommend that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Just so you don't waste your time and and take a class you didn't need. Um, For sure. I would recommend doing that. And that's something we we do with students. Okay. That's fantastic because, uh, you know, it's frustrating to take classes and, and have them not transfer, right? In a frustrating situation. So Trinity ha- offers some things sort of beyond the classroom in terms of, of um, learning or life skills or whatever. Do you want to speak to those for a minute? Sure. So um, every student is paired with um, an advisor within their program. And this advisor is is actually one of the professors in their major. Right. 
Um, so what they act as is kind of a mentor as well. So they are able to help students make connections, um, outside of the university for anything that they're looking for, whether it's a job or ministry opportunity. Um, so that's kind of their main point of contact. We also do have a career center that helps students, um, with that kind of thing. So, um, we, we've got ministry groups that do global outreach, um, We've, we've got travel studies that let students go and get credit, but also experience a new um, part of the world. And, and every program has those opportunities. So um, it, it's really great. Students aren't left on their own to figure out um, how to make things happen for themselves. They really do have a lot of support. Um, right. That's awesome. Yeah, the travel study sounds really interesting. So far, my kids haven't done that. But uh, can you sort of explain how that works? Yes. So some of the travel studies are built into a program, um, meaning they actually have to do one to to complete the program. Um, Other travel studies are optional. So um, the student can kind of advocate for themselves, um, talking with their advisor, like, I would like to do this. How do I make it happen? Um, So it, it really depends what what you're looking for as well. If you want to work for an organization or a business um, or an individual or just get involved with um, something like like YWAM or any kind of like big global organization that does things uh, in a Christian setting, um, you can do that as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what a great opportunity. Um, So sort of what is the kind of the ideal... Uh, application time when would you normally start seeing uh, when is application open I guess that's yeah so applications open for the so I'll think of it as fall 2024 um that typically most students would start their first year of university in the fall um of the year after they graduate grade 12 um so you can start your application in the September of your grade 12 year um we don't offer early admission Um, So if you're in grade 11 and you know that you want to come to Trinity Western, um, you can't actually start an application yet. Um, You can definitely be in communication with us, but starting in your September of grade 12 year is when you can start it. And then we start handing out admission offers in the November of that year. Um, And then it's just a rolling admission after that. So September is ideal because then you can see what courses maybe you should think about for your next semester. You can work with your advisor to figure out if you need any more academics or or anything like that. Right. Okay. And um, when can they apply until like sort of what's the Yeah. So we don't have a strict cutoff. There's certain early deadlines that give them perks. But other than that, um, a student could apply um, as late as September 1st for that same September. Um, it's not yeah, ideal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it has happened too, for right? sure. <laughs> but um, th- the best is really almost a year before you're thinking of starting to make sure everything right. is in place. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. I had a couple of other questions for you. Oh, yeah. Can you sort of explain what they do at orientation so that a new student's coming in and they're first time away from home and, you know, they're they're probably overwhelmed by, you know, the size of things and the, uh, you know, being on their own for the first time or whatever. What does orientation look like for incoming students? 
So I, I do recommend coming to campus before that day. So if there's a chance for you to come and visit, whether it's um, with one of our events, we do a thing called preview day um, where families can come for the day and we kind of give them tours. And Okay, uh, I was going to ask if you had this. Okay. Yes, so we do. Day, and so it's just a, it's a one day event? One day, yeah. Okay. It did used to be a weekend, but now we, we just do sure. the one day. And what does preview look like? What they, you know, you come yeah, with family or on your own? Um, so you can come with family or on your own. We recommend coming with family, um, anyone mm -hmm. who's supporting you on your university journey. Mm -hmm. And it is just the best day to get to know people, to see our campus. We give full, full tours. Um, and then we have different info sessions um, about our different faculty, our programs, mm -hmm. financial aid, student life, everything. So you can really see if it's a place that you could see yourself um, staying. Yeah, so yeah. super helpful to come to one of those days. Oh, I bet. So what age do you need to be to do that? Right. So there's not an age limit. Um, anyone okay. can come. Um, we've seen as young as grade eight, but um, I mean, that's very early, but mm -hmm. truly anyone can come with their family and, um, and check it out. And you can come multiple times as well. You don't can right. only come once. So um, come as many times as you need to figure it out. And when and how often is that held? Yeah. So we do about three per semester. Um, so three in the fall, three in the spring, and that um, schedule is posted on our website. Uh, I'm not sure if it's up yet for this coming year, but um, we put out um, kind of ads and things around um, social media for advertising. Okay. That's great. Yeah, that, what, what a good idea. And so sort of back to orientation, you've done your preview day, you've applied, you've been accepted, and then orientation comes and and what what happens there over that few days? Yes, so orientation day one is move-in day for students who are going to live on campus. So right. you're going to come with your car full of stuff and your family is welcome to come as well. And we register you, we show you your dorm, and you're just basically unpacking um, that first day. And then the rest of the days leading up to the first day of classes, um, there will be different events um, outside on campus with booths of all of the groups that we have, um, different churches come and um, churches in the community, they come and um, have a booth as well. Um, mm -hmm. Anything with the student union is there. Um, our chapel team um, sets up a booth. So all of these booths are set up so you can see what the university offers. Right. Um, okay. And then you're taught about how to use the cafeteria and how to use the library and where right. everything is um, and how to use the gym and, and things like that. So you're kind of taught everything so that on day one of classes, it's not like you don't know what to do. It's it's no big so how long does orientation last? Yeah, it's about three to four days. Um, okay. Yeah, depending on the timing. But yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, that's great. So Trinity Western, where do we find Trinity Western? Obviously, there's a website. What's your website address? Yeah. So it's just twu.ca. Okay. And that will show you our website and everything is there. It's, uh, it's fairly easy okay. to navigate. So. Okay. And if a, if a family was interested, if their student was interested, so what, where can they follow you on, on social media so they kind of can... Yeah, so we do have uh, an Instagram, and it's okay. just at hello TWU, so H-E-L-L-O-T-W-U. Okay. Um, so our students run that, our summer students, and they okay. answer DMs and everything. So if you have questions, absolutely check them out on Instagram. Um, if you would like to get connected by email, though, um, you can go on our website and just fill out, um, like, a have questions form, um, and you can find that on any right. page of our website. Just scroll down, and you'll see have questions, and then click that, and you can give us your email, and we'll reach out. 
Right, right. And the website's it's well organized. It's a nice it's a nice website to to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's actually brand new from from yeah, last year. Yeah, so it looks it's, great. It's so is there anything else that you think would be important for my listeners to know? You know, they've got emerging adults and they're uh, they're heading right. into this world. Yeah, um, well, I will say our application is free. So it's um, also a kind of a no risk um we want you to apply and see if it's the right fit for you. So there's no pressure if you apply to complete it and um, you can do whatever you need to do to figure out if it's the right, right. fit. So I do encourage like um, just as an option, see, see what your options are with us. Um, and then we are really open to chatting with um, families about what they need, what they're looking for. Um, and if it's not Trinity, that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, but we do really love connecting up. Uh, in particular with Christian families um, and seeing how we can support them in that way. If a, if a student applies, so is there never an application fee? There's never one unless you're international um, outside of the U.S. So outside of the U.S. there is an application fee. Um, sometimes we waive it for different reasons, but um, okay, for the most part great. it is there. So yeah. if, they, if a student applies and gets accepted and then changes their mind, there's no penalty that comes along with that or... Okay, that's fantastic. No, yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's really yeah. nice for yeah. that. To, to what about see. a transfer student? Do they do they pay a um, an application fee as a transfer student? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And do they have the option of living if they're from out of town? Do they have the option of living off campus so they can arrange their own? Living yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do. Mm-hmm. encourage first-year students to live on campus just to make friends really easily but lots of students live off campus um so yeah, yeah it's, you it's know I, I know there, there's there's some drawbacks to living on campus in terms of you know distractions and things like that but i think for our kids we really encourage them to yes to live on campus at the various places they've been because um we just felt that that was a really important part to to be part of the life of of their college you know there is a big decision you know what college or university mm-hmm. you're going to and you want it to be a good fit and you want to be part of things, you know, if you decide later on to move off campus for whatever reason, but it, it is a good way to sort of really, uh, really center yourself in kind of in the life of the university or college. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, thank yes. you so much for your time. This is wonderful. Um, I'd kind of like to do a follow-up sort of yes. maybe in the fall, we could do a follow-up and uh, maybe sort of go, go a little more Absolutely. into the details of, of applying and what that looks like. Uh, would you say that, I mean, it seems to me because, well, I mostly know homeschoolers, that there's a lot of homeschoolers that go to Trinity. Yeah, um, I think in terms of our overall population, they're mm-hmm. probably on the smaller end. Um, but we absolutely have homeschoolers every year coming in. Um, it's super common. Right. We work with them all the time. So um, it's not like they would be, right. um, they would stand out. If or a parent like was, um, mm-hmm. so I offer, I, I offer resources for parents to develop a transcript because that was, I, I remember the first time doing that and just being so mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the task of developing a transcript. So I have some resources on my website that are, meant to like a, a working copy transcript and a final copy transcript and sort of how that would look and what a, what a university or college is expecting. If a, if a parent was panicking about that, could they reach out to Trinity to sort of, okay, what, do, what does my transcript need to look like in order for them to, you know, for sure. Yes. 
Yeah, so we as advisors would work with our um, transcript right. team to see what they're looking for, and then we would um, okay. relay that to the, the parent. Um, but we do have an education plan that we nice. send uh, families, and they can just fill that out, and we, we can use that as an okay. unofficial transcript. Oh, at least. Okay, well, thank you so much. Is that yeah. available on the site? Um, no, it's just by okay. Um, okay. through That's advisors. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you again. This is wonderful, and I hope that this yeah. is really helpful for my uh, for welcome. my listeners. And if they have any questions, they can uh, presumably reach out to you at Trinity Western or, or one of the admissions counselors. Yes, That's I would great. love that. Okay. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Rashina. Okay. God bless. Yeah, you're Take welcome. Care. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.